This episode of The Winding Stairs is brought to you in part by freemasonryart.com. Disappointment is a very strong emotion, and sometimes our expectations don't line up with the actual reality. Today, we're talking about bridging the gap of expectations. This is The Winding Stairs, episode 18. You have arrived at The Winding Stairs, a program dedicated to Masonic education and the art of self-improvement. I am your host, Juan Sepulveda, a professional artist and master mason, 32nd degree of the ancient and accepted Scottish Rite in Freemasonry. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Winding Stairs. I thank you for taking the time to listen to me and to accompany me in this journey up the winding stairs. In this program, I will present to you the first installment in a series called Bridging the Gap. It is based on a series of speeches that I have been giving in different lodges uh, throughout the country this year, and I will present it to you in a podcast form in various segments. I will expand into some of the areas of the of the research that I did and hopefully you find something useful that you can bring back to your lodge and share with your brothers. But before I do that, there's a few things that I want to share with you. There's a couple of announcements. Uh, first of all, I want to thank the brothers of Winter Park Lodge number 239 in Winter Park, Florida for having me during their 58th St. John's Day celebration. I had the pleasure of attending to this meeting and the honor of being one of the uh, guest presenters for for the celebration. And in it, I, I spoke about a new topic that I have not spoken before, and it was well-received. I am very pleased with the response of the brothers, many of them whom expressed that it was very pertinent for the occasion. So I'm very thankful that the, the words in the message helped some, some of the brothers in attendance that day. Uh, unfortunately, the day, although it was, a, it was great fun, we did have some somber moments where we took a moment of silence and prayer for right worshipful Bob Alderson, who was supposed to be in attendance, but unfortunately became ill a few days prior and I'm sad to report that he he laid down his working tools and the the day after our meeting so our prayers and our thoughts are with his friends and family and his memory will will continue to live with us the another of the announcements that I wanted to share with you was regarding the Masonic Roundtable I wanted to thank the brothers that listen to the show who have also showed support for this other project in which I am in, in which I am involved. The Masonic Roundtable is a channel on YouTube and also now an audio podcast that also has in as a vision and a mission to have conversations related to masonry today and how it applies to the modern mason. So if you haven't checked out that podcast or the YouTube channel, uh, please visit the masonicroundtable.com where you will find more information on how to listen and how to subscribe. 
um, I'm very honored to be a part of this uh, pr this program because it, it gives brothers out there who might not have an opportunity to go to lodge as often as, as they would like, gives them a chance to stay connected to the lessons in masonry and to be part of the conversation. And if you haven't checked that out, I invite you to do so. Uh, it is it continues to to reach more and more people. Brothers are expressing their expectations of the show, and we are happy to to listen to what are the topics that they want to they want us to cover. The same goes for the winding stairs. If there are topics that you would like for me to cover, please send me an email, a Twitter uh, message, or an you can even put comments on the website. I read every single comment and I try to reply to every single message. So please take the time to let me know. What do you expect of this program? Is it everything you want? Is there anything that we're missing? Are there a series of messages that you would like for me to study and share with you? Um, your feedback is greatly appreciated and it helps make this program better for everybody. So thank you for all the support you've shown so far. Now, without further ado, let's go straight into the topic of bridging the gap. On the topic of bridging the gap, on this installment, I want to talk to you about bridging the gap of expectation. Before you became a Mason, perhaps you had an idea about what Masonry was. Or if you're listening to this and you're not yet a Mason, you might have an expectation of what really lies beyond those closed doors. For everybody, the expectation might be different. But one thing that we have to make sure if we are members of the fraternity is that we understand what are the expectations of the potential candidates that are out there. What are the visions that they have of what lies beyond those closed doors? Similar to our beginning journey, there are expectations that we hope are met. What happens within a meeting, we cannot share much of uh, through this podcast, but there are things that might be, uh, that might have room for improvement, that they were designed for specific purposes, but for one reason or another, they have been neglected. Now, it is our responsibility as Masons to understand those expectations of the people that are waiting to knock at the door and request the admittance. And if we understand those expectations, we have a better opportunity at either meeting those expectations or helping them realize that their expectations are perhaps unrealistic. Now, I'll tell you this, and you've probably heard me talk about this before. When Before I became a Mason, there was a lot of mystery as to what happened behind closed doors. I really had no concrete idea of what to, what to expect once the doors were open to me, if they were opened at all. But there was one thing that I was waiting for, and it was that announcement of whether I had been accepted or not. And I had this fantasy in my mind of how I was going to hear about it. For whatever reason, I expected some great, uh, elaborate announcement. Those of you who listened to uh, Robert Johnson's episode of Whence Came You, where he interviewed me, 
I go into details as to what my expectation was. In summary, I really expected perhaps to be walking in the mall and to notice off the corner of my eye someone looking at me, you know, in a dark suit and approaching me and giving me uh, an envelope in which I would find the answer to my petition. So there was this expectation of the ceremony, perhaps, of how I will find out if I became a Mason, if I was given a chance to become a Mason or not. But unfortunately, I found out about the answer through Twitter. And for those of you who know what Twitter is, you know it is not a formal way of communicating. It is. It seems impersonal. And as a matter of fact, I don't have access to that original message. Now imagine if instead they had the the person that had the announcement in charge had taken the time to actually create a memorable experience. It doesn't have to be something too expensive. I, you know, I don't expect you know a horse. <laughs> a, uh, what is it? Uh, a horseman to approach me in a cape and and you know give me a a scroll, but something a little bit more memorable memorable that could be uh, perhaps stored as a shared memory. So we have to keep expectations like that in mind. Candidates that are knocking at our door are expecting an answer, whether favorable or not. It should be done in a tactful, very memorable way which will leave a good impression as to our organization. Now, the candidates might also have expectations once they are allowed admittance. They might have an expectation of what they are going to find inside. And we are a society of friends and brothers in which our goal is to take a man from his rough form and help him become the ultimate version of himself. But how does that happen? Once you receive the degrees in masonry, you are not automatically a great man. Which means that you are giving the tools or the, the means by which you can then begin your work to become a great man. What tools are those? It is important that their expectation of a newly initiate, initiated brother is realistic and that we as more uh, brothers that have been in the fraternity for longer and those who have that man's advancement in charge that we take our role seriously that he, we offer our time and our energy to mentor the newly initiated brothers to not just let them go through the degrees and receive the lecture but spend a little bit of time explaining what the details of that lecture mean. What are the practical ways in which that those lessons can be applied to his personal life? His individual reality will then become better because of it. His expectations then are met. We, we can help curve wrong expectations if they believe that once they become ma Masons, they will automatically be better man, that might not be the case. They need to understand that they have to adjust the, their commitment, spend the time learning the tools so that their labor can be fruitful. 
And people who are not members of the fraternity can then see in him a difference. And they can then recognize that not only he has received an honorary uh, title or received a degree, but that he is paying attention, spending the time, doing the labor to practically apply those lessons to himself. And I tell you this, I am committed to learning as much as I can and applying as much as I can, but I am not perfect. I am far from it, and you've heard me say it before. There are areas in my life that I need to work at, that I have to consciously focus into applying the techniques and the lessons that are part of uh, part of Freemasonry so that then I can become the best version of myself. And I'll give you a personal example. I, um, as you as you might already know, I am the father of two young boys, two and four-year-olds. And if you have children or if you've been around children, you know that they can be a handful. You hear that? That's my boy in the background reminding me that we need to go up, pick up my older son. Yeah, one second, puppy. Well, you see, that little interruption might translate into an additional time that I have to spend creating or doing other things. If I listened carefully to the lessons of the Entered Apprentice degree and recognized the importance of managing my time correctly, then I give myself an opportunity to be more productive more efficient throughout my day, and then I can give my children and my family a better better quality time. You see, using my time adequately is one of the goals that I have, even years after becoming an entered apprentice, I still have room for improvement. Now, I didn't expect to automatically be a master of of my time once I receive the tools of an entered apprentice, I have to recognize that by being entrusted with these tools and the lessons that come with them, now it is up to me to make little changes, take little uh, little steps into becoming a more efficient individual. You see that rough stone, is made perfect not by a single blow of a mallet or by a single strike of a chisel. It takes countless strikes in order to take that roughly shaped stone into the perfect one that will fit perfectly in that building. The same thing applies to our life. We see an area in which we can improve, then it is our opportunity to put to work those tools that we have been entrusted with but do so in a deliberate, persistent, patient manner. Little blow by little blow, we continue to remove those superfluities that roughen our stone and become a better shaped individual. Well, that wraps up episode one in this series. Uh, So far, I believe it's going to be three episodes uh, long, and 
everyone is going to focus on a particular area of bridging the gap and hopefully you can find some actionable advice within there also if you have had an experience in which you have had a gap of expectation in masonry or as a candidate or as a newly initiated brother let please let us know um, you can do so by sending us an email, but preferably if you can reach out to us through the various social networks in which we are participating. If you're on Facebook, find us at Masonic Fundraiser. If you're on Twitter, find us on Winding Stairs 33. And on Pinterest, The Winding Stairs. I invite you to check us out there if you haven't done so yet. Make sure you like us and follow us and also search for our new YouTube channel on uh, YouTube. Search for The Winding Stairs as a channel and I will continue to post different special episodes uh, in video and I will be recording some episodes live. So if you are a part of our communications, if you're part of our email list, you should be receiving invitations to join me in recording some live episodes and you definitely don't want to miss that and if you're not part of the email list check it out at thewindingstairs.com there is a link in the resources area where you can sign up for our newsletter in addition to receiving our newsletter you will have access to a free book that I, I published and it's a resource book that tells you different places in which you can find Masonic light. So if you haven't downloaded that yet, I encourage you to do so. Uh, I wanted to thank some of the brothers that have been active in our social networks, and in particular, Bill Hostler. Bill, who is a contributor to the Midnight Freemasons. Uh, I've never said it, brother, but thank you because you, you're you always there, always present, always helping out. Um, the program as well as helping uh, Brother Johnson with Whence Came You and the Brothers of the Masonic Roundtable. So thank you for everything you do for, for us and for the fraternity. Also, uh, Chris Chia, brother, thank you so much for being a part of the Winding Stairs community and for always contributing your opinions and your thoughts regarding the things we discuss on Facebook. And last but not least, Brother Ken Lotman. Ken sent me a very nice letter, and it was a handwritten parchment letter uh, as a part of the the recent challenge that I put out to to start almost like a uh, what is that called a pen pal kind of, of project. Only because there, I feel it's very important that we write with our hands on paper some of our thoughts because emails get lost, computers crash. And some of the things that we that we capture end up being lost forever. But you know, this letter that I received from Brother Lotman is something that I'm gonna I'm gonna treasure for a long time. So thank you, Brother Lotman. And by the time that he listens to this, he should be he should have received a reply, a personal handwritten reply from myself. Um, a final announcement that I wanted to to share with you regarding Masonic fundraiser. Thank you to all the lodges that have uh, joined our Masonic Fundraiser program. This is how I began uh, sharing things on uh, Facebook and the Internet. I put my art to the service of lodges that wanted to raise funds for their for their individual uh, fundraiser initiatives. And the, ba the way it works, it requires no investment 
you you register your lodge as a participant and anybody that purchases uh, Masonic regalia or Masonic art from freemasonryart.com and uses the coupon that pertains to your campaign will generate a donation that goes back to your lodge. So if you are looking for different ways to raise funds without having to invest too much time and capital in, in achieving those goals, go to MasonicFundraiser.com where you can find all the details and the form to submit your lodge as one of the partners in the Masonic Fundraiser program. In conclusion, I encourage you to think about the message that I presented today about bridging the gap of expectations. As I said in the, in the opening, disappointment is a very, very strong emotion. And it's an emotion that usually tends to prevent people from taking action in the future. When people attempt to do something and, and they meet disappointment, they continue to be less likely to attempt that behavior in the future. Therefore, keep that in mind that we need to do everything possible to meet the expectations of the newly initiated brothers, of the members of the fraternity, and even more important, meet the expectations of the community. Create realistic expectations of our, uh, of our individual groups. There's nothing worse than to hear people bat-mouthing our fraternity and to hear people incorrectly attributing negative things to our fraternity when I have been a witness to the great things it can do in an individual and a community as a whole. The effort that individual lodges put together to raise funds are, are usually with charity in mind. We do fun events and fun gatherings to try to collect money so that we can help the community, so we can help in, in medical research. If you look at the state of Florida, the, the main charity that we support is the Masonic Medical Research. Their focus is the number one killer in the United States, which is heart disease. And money goes into this foundation to help them do the necessary research in order to help make a difference in the lives of people, real people, Masons and otherwise. So it is important that we help not only raise funds, but help people understand and know what to expect from us as a fraternity. And that is going to help in the future as new generations continue to understand what masonry is. At the moment, we can see that the media portrays an image of Freemasonry. And more, more particularly, we see this pop culture phenomenon where it is portrayed as some sinister, dark, mysterious thing that nobody can talk about when we know that such is not the case. We know that Freemasonry is an organization whose purpose are, are benevolent. We put our efforts and our knowledge into making good men better and by consequence making fathers better and community leader, leaders better. So I encourage you to think what are the expectations that are not being met in your individual lodge? Is there anything that you can do about it? Maybe you can't do anything about it by yourself. 
But if you put together some good minds within your lodge, you can come up with plans that are actionable, that are really going to make a difference in your lodge and your community. So think, what are those gaps in expectations? And don't look at it as a problem that is outside of yourself. See it as a challenge that's in your hands. As the leaders of this fraternity, we are entrusted with actually taking these challenges that were presented were presented and moving them forward. So hopefully we can help you in achieving that. If you have haven't done so, let us know in the comment sections in in the website what are the expectations that are not being met in the fraternity and hopefully we can find solutions together. I thank you once again for taking the time to listen to this program and for sharing it with your friends and family. And as always, thank you for accompanying me in this journey up the winding stairs.